Hi guys, it's the Reluctant Hams. This is Gigi Lou. I'm here with my co-hosts, Franklin and Tracy. Hi. Sup, sup. I'm joining you for this episode. <laughs> Thanks. Not in midstream, right? No, this is... I joined the last episode late. Yeah, it's fine. Well, you're on time for this Thank one. you. Thanks for being on time, guys. Anytime for you. <laughs> um. So, I have had some very interesting transactions that closed out last year that number one I don't know have you guys seen like during holiday season it's supposed to be slow but I feel like every year I'm like it's slow I'm gonna go on vacation there's always a surge of business at the end of the year did you guys have that this year this past Um, year at the title company um, we are typically busier towards the end of the month and so we we were slammed with closings. Yeah, because they want to sure. close before the end of the year. Yeah, and you know, I think a lot of times people are shopping when they're, you know, considering the timeline of a 30-day close, you know, you're probably like looking around the, like November or so and you want to like, let's get you in the house before Christmas, which means we have to work late yes. <laughs> before Christmas, Yeah, which is fine okay. and we love doing it. But um, <laughs> it was definitely busy for the tail end of some transactions. Okay. Yeah. And but how- I think the stats for December were low for DC, period. I think so too. Yeah. But my experience is different. Right. So I have three, four properties under contract right now. Wow, that's great. And all of it happened at the end of last year. Like that's I right literally <laughs> I literally ratified a contract on New Year's Eve. Are these are these folks wow. are these folks like from your sphere or are they people that reached out? Ones from well, I have a listing, so mm-hmm. there's that, um, which is another story. Gosh, well, was... you know, I think that also the people that are working during the holidays are going to catch the people, the catch the clients who can't reach other people. Yeah, in the sense that you know sometimes an agent will recommend taking your listing off the market for the holidays just so that doesn't count. Well, was which we did with our listing. So we we went under contract. We had a really unfortunate buying situ buyer situation, and they fell out of contract right on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And we, of course, told the seller, "Let's take it off market, temp off until we re-enter mm-hmm. the new year." We had so much off market interest from our signage and just from like other buyers that were on other tours that were like oh what about this one yeah um that that we got it under contract when it was temp off it was crazy um so that kind of leads into um a story that i have for you guys i have two i'm gonna make them really short because they're still kind of active but um so franklin yes ma'am how do you define buyer's agency and procuring cause so a buyer's agency contract yes so that is what a real estate agent realtor um will have uh, it's a contract between a realtor and someone who's seeking property mm-hmm. so a buyer um and the contract's really put in place to set expectations between both parties and the uh it also establishes that the um realtor will act as a fiduciary Mm-hmm. Um and work in the best interest of the client, the okay. buyer. And then also, how does it relate to commissions? Well, it also establishes what payment structure, right? So if mm-hmm. there's a um, 
there's like an admin fee or transaction fee. Um, sometimes minimum so, commissions. Minimum commissions, right? And so this is actually I might have like a little bit of a tangent, but okay, it's That's one fine. of the things that I really, 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 really hate when some agents do, and they do this on social media a lot, where they're like, "You don't pay for anything. You're the buyer. The buyer doesn't pay for anything." Yes, you do. <laughs> you pay for the trend. You pay for the 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 buyer's agent's admin fee, mm-hmm. and you have to pay for some closing costs. So you do pay something. However, uh, it establishes what the percentage is. If it's two and a half percent, which comes into effect a lot with like new construction because they have lower um, commission rates for. And it's pretty it? much average in yeah. DC at two and a half. Yeah. So that is that what you're referring to? Yeah. So um, and then it helps. So buyer agency is how buyers can how agents can essentially claim their client because there are a million agents out there and it makes it crystal clear whom is working with who, Mm -hmm. you know, so that there's no gray area. Um, But when you are establishing a new relationship with a buyer, it's like courtship, you know, like they're not going to want to marry you right away. You're just meeting them right off the bat. So sometimes, you know, it takes a little bit of time. Um, so we recently had gotten a lead um, through our own signage, mm-hmm. and everything was discussed. The showing was done, the contract was negotiated, everything was done. Mm-hmm. And then literally when we were like, are you ready to sign? They're like, oh, well, I'll send it to my agent. Mm-mm. The agent was never mentioned. They never. They were not part of this. Not only that, we spoke with the lender. Mm-mm. Like to negotiate the terms that were going to be submitted. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So mad as hell. <laughs> you see, I'm not saying shit. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? The look on my face says it there all. There will be a bag of bones somewhere. Where is this property? <laughs> but there will be a bag of bones. Sitting I don't know Columbia the whole Heights. story, but I think you maybe have yourself to blame, right? Because you didn't have that conversation. I know it was like a slow courtship, but. I would say in a normal circumstance, yes. So that's okay. my second story. I got a lead online through Zillow. And I've been working with this buyer for months. Mm-hmm. And there was a house before that she was really interested in, but she got cold feet, so she didn't move forward, which was fine. And then when I was traveling, I had one of my agents show her a property when I couldn't. And then when I got back, she messaged me. She was like, oh, my God, I got an email for a house that you sent me that I love. I want to see it right away. We saw it the next day. She loved it. Um, we talked, we were there for like an hour. We talked about terms. I told her, I talked with her lender. She sent me her lender letter that night. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to reach out to your lender to figure out what contract terms we can put in. And, um, her lender was like, wait, who are you? I'm like, I'm her agent. And she was like, whose agent? The seller's agent? And I'm like, no, the buyer's agent. And then she was like, um, the buyer's been working with the realtor for some time. Uh, you might want to talk with her. And the lender was like, I'm so, so sorry. She's a first-time homebuyer. She might be confused. She wasn't. But then th- in this case, I can understand Mm-mm. why this was my mistake. I didn't have her sign buyer agency. Right. Um, but in the case of the other house I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's tough, not, Gigi. It's not clear. Right. I, well, I, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough because 
it is. It's like the courtship. And, you know, and you don't want to say sign on the dotted line. We're married now because we haven't gotten a chance to get to know each other. Right. Right. So there's a level of trust and a lot of and sometimes things happen so hesitant. quickly and things Absolutely. happen quickly. They, Absolutely. They do. I had a listing and there was a I was doing an open house mm-hmm. and person came through. She loved the place. She wanted to put an offer in on it. And the agent was with her. Okay. Agent left because he had to go run and do something else. But he was brand spanking new. Like, I mean, I think his license still had the ink was still wet on it. <laughs> and so she was working. After he left, she came to me and was like, hey, listen, I am only working with this guy because he's my best friend's cousin's boyfriend or some <laughs> garbage like that. And I was like, okay, um, you, I'm, I'm in full knowledge that this is your agent. And she's like, but I want to work with you. And I said, you're going to have to have a conversation with your agent. Yes. Um, because I do not want to cross the line. It's not even crossing the line. I mean, that's just kind of, you know, it's, ethically it's wrong. It's wrong. But yeah. it's also yeah. like against what we're allowed to do as a licensee. Correct. We can't, we can't chase after someone else's client. Right. We that's cannot exactly. solicit. And they can call yeah, you, but sure. you cannot solicit them. You can have a conversation. And I also made a verbal promise to my, and I think we, uh, a promise to my seller that I would not represent both sides. Okay. okay. So you didn't have any dual uh, agents. Uh, correct. And so what ended up happening, which was very uncomfortable for me, was that she wanted me to help her negotiate the terms of her contract. Mm-mm. And I'm like, here, here's the thing you're going to have to call your agent and have your agent call his broker and have his broker help him walk through this conversation with Mm -hmm. you because I have an obligation to to my seller to represent her and get her the best terms possible, not to you. Absolutely. You're a customer, not a client. Yes, that's (laughs) right. Absolutely. So for listeners out there who are not real estate agents, uh, number one, Please respect our time. Like if you have an agent, make them work, make them do the showing for you. Because if you are married to an agent or not married, but like if you have buyer agency with another agent and then you happen to have to see the house right away. So you go on Redfin or you go on Zillow and you you find another agent to just open the door for you and you don't disclose that you have an agency with them. Well, you're just kind of being an asshole then because you're wasting their time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, yes. Because people may not understand that, but I'm that's we're fine. disclosing it now, so the world knows. Yeah, right. and just because you know, you know, for someone who's really hungry, they're going to run the mile for you, and they're going to do the work for you, and they're really looking forward to getting paid for that time. Yes. Yeah, and it's not because you're you know they're chasing after the money, but they're working. And no so, one it's their likes job. to work for free. Yeah. And 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 home buyers should understand that the buyer agency agreement was made to protect them. That agreement, that contract was crafted by attorneys in whatever state you're in, in the DMV, specifically to protect you. So it's in your best interest to sign it whenever your realtor asks you to or whenever you feel comfortable, right? And just understand what the terms are. And if you feel like you sign it and you're not getting the service that you want and need, you can discontinue that relationship. 
However, it's specified in the agreement verbally, by email, by text. You can fire them if they are not delivering, but don't double dip. And your agent can fire you too. And they can fire you too. (laughs) Um, Speaking, can I talk about million dollar listing? Oh my God, yes. Okay, of course. (laughs) So I'm watching million dollar listing. You're watching it too. Yes, Tracy? Yes, I watched the first episode, the LA version, right? Yes, LA. So this kind of came up in the first episode where uh, Tracy... Who's got Tracy Tudor? Yeah, she got way too much done to her fox. Not me. I'm not on it yet. Yeah, so she <laughs> next season. She got next little, season. She got a little too much done to her face. She did. But she's cute though. Good for her. So she had a listing, God knows where in California, in LA. And um, I guess the listing agreement expired. Yes, it happened. And she so. had the listing for over one year, mm. matter of fact. But in this price point, where it's like seven million. Oh yeah, seven, yeah. There's eight nothing million. wrong with it. I'm not shading yeah. at all. Seven, eight million. But she spent a lot of time on that marketing listing. dollars, all this stuff. So the thing expired, and then of course, the way that the stars of Bravo have it, you know, they uh, got Josh Altman, the only other realtor in L.A. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> magically <laughs> got it. Magically got the listing, and they're with the same brokerage. And they're with the same brokerage, and so he's listing it. At the same price, doing whatever his marketing is, everything's fine. Well, let's say this. Mm. The price that she had was able to negotiate down with the homeowner. You know, you have to get the homeowner sometimes off the ledge. So after so many months, she was able to convince the home seller to, finally to, get to lower, the right price. to get to the right price. And then it had been at that better price. She was starting to get showing. She was starting to get activity. And then 30 days later, a month later, it expired. Okay. So that's the other detail. Are they at say. different brokerages? No, they're the same. same. Okay. So the, the, the part that I found interesting and relates to this part of it is that Tracy has a list of everyone that has, and I guess in California, because I've never Exclusions. heard. Exclusions. I've never heard that here. No, we don't have that. So there's an exclusions list of anyone who's walked through the house, like as far as um, toured it for showing, came through for an open house, whatever. They're on a list and they are excluded from the new listing agreement. So, for example, if this Tracy had the original listing and then I got it and then you walk through when Tracy had the listing and you decide to come back and say, I want to buy it. I don't get my commission. So we don't have something exactly like that, but we do have a part of our listing agreement that says that X amount of days Days. after it sells that you're entitled to it. So if you have a new listing agreement with someone else and it sells in 30 days, well, you get your money. Yes. That's right. That is correct. And I always put like 90 days. But (laughs) (laughs) we got to wait a whole fiscal quarter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But these guys are doing... So she was specifically saying that she was going to now go after the exclusion list Mm -hmm. so that she could get the listing commission. So this is... And this is where I get a little grumpy. Because, all right, when you had the listing, why weren't you hustling that list before? Right. Now that someone else has it, you're going to go hustle this list so you can like get him. I mean, and Josh is not my favorite human being, but <laughs> I guess it depends on how like the time period of like when the price had dropped and then it expired. Like if it was like a week, it was like, like 30 days. Or she something. felt like she had put in a lot of work and effort and she got that homeowner to mentally to the point to settle for a lower price. And so Josh just came right in and swooped and even agreed on her price. She just didn't have enough time to deliver. And so, you know, yeah, she has that that exclusion list. 
And you're right. You know, why didn't she put in the effort? And and maybe she was. Maybe she was doing it. But Josh's position was sometimes it's new energy, new um, new agent, new photographs, new video, new marketing. And sometimes that's what can make a difference. And he's right about that I sometimes. Think there's some truth to that. But I think it's also just luck and yeah. timing. Like yeah. you just happen to be there at the right time in the right place and marketing the right property for the perfect buyer. Like sometimes we just get bad luck and sometimes we just have to accept that too. And she even uh, admitted that enough time had gone by that that market was ripe and that he probably would be able to do well. She wished him well, but said she that she wishes that he would have asked her to co-list. Would you? Would you? I feel like it would be counterintuitive to what the seller was trying to do. Like yeah. if the to seller- bring, To bring in the old agent? Yeah, like if, this, if, the, if the seller is gonna have that uncomfortable conversation with firing their old agent, hiring a new one, well, and she then the old- Or not, wa- not wanting to continue. Yeah. She didn't renew. So she, she didn't want to continue. Wait, yeah. she decided to not continue. Well, it expired. Yeah. And they, well, yeah. and they did yeah. not renew. And they did not renew. That's clear- being fired yeah. in our <laughs> okay. industry. Okay, let's be clear. Bah. Unless they're going to move in back in themselves or rent it out to their family, like it's expired. Right. It's, you're fired. Right. If he's going to continue to market it. Right. Beat it, Tracy. So <laughs> I feel like that would be a tough call because then I feel like the seller would be like, eh, well, I didn't want them anyway. Mm-hmm. But you can ask. You yeah. can ask the seller be like, look. She put in a lot of effort. She's in our agency. I know she's really good. Would you be cool if I co-listed with her? I can be the first agent. And maybe that would be yeah. a nice conversation to have. It's a nice gesture. But Josh was like, hell no. Why Why do I need her? And yeah, there. that's fair. Yeah. I think I would ask her. You would ask her without talking to the seller? I would talk to the seller first, but I would also position it in the sense that we're, we're going to double the exposure with our markets because we have different markets. And we'd be able to double the exposure for your listing if she was okay with it. Yeah, I think I'd if do she the wasn't, same. if she was, if she was like, I don't want to work with her or him again or continue a really working relationship, I'd obviously respect that and keep it moving. Well, okay, I'm curious. Are they? Um, They're friends. friendly. Yes. Okay. He I mean, called her yes. to break the news to her as a courtesy. Like you, you're not obligated to call the no. other agent and say, "Hey, I just won your listing." No. He was just like, "Hey, we're friends. We kick it. I just want you to be the first to know X one two three Main Street. Blah blah blah. I got that listing." And so she thanked him, but she was kind of. I, I mean, I, I think I'd do the same thing, Franklin. I would. I would talk to the seller. Um, and I would, if he okayed it, or if she okayed it, then I would. Wait, I would co-list. We didn't get this Tracy's answer. Oh, she'd take the whole thing. No, <laughs> actually, I'm very kind of. No, I think I'm she would all share. about. Yeah, I definitely would share. She would share. Yeah. If if we're yeah. homies, we're friends. We're sharing that. We're what gonna win it together. Friends, it's a road dog. But you yeah. know that they're not gonna carry their weight. Oh, mm, then that's not your friend. Mm. No, come on. You don't have friends that don't that consistently carry their weight for things. You heard about my trip to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) So no. Right. (laughs) Those aren't necessarily prerequisites for friendship. I mean, you know, it's just a time and it's just everything's going to be, everything's negotiable. Yeah. You know, but uh, I probably would. I would definitely give a referral fee because that would make me feel Regardless? I think that if the seller said, I don't Mm. feel comfortable or if I didn't feel comfortable working with that agent, I'd be like, look, I know you put in a lot of time in this. I want this to close and I know that you wanted this to close too. 
So help me close it. I will give you a referral fee. Um, you don't have to really do much after this, but, um, you know, that way you still have some skin in the game to get it sold too. Mm. I can respect that. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to watch the next episode. Oh my God. I'll, well, I'm going to well, be on it. Let's. I was kind of bored in the first episode. Tracy, you have such high expectations for no, reality TV. There was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this into is, it and I haven't watched it yet. It's not going to be a cinematic Right. It's like when everyone started. It was a little boring. When City, uh, Sex and the City came back on and just like that or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so stupid. I'm like, it's always been stupid. Yeah, it's reality TV. They're not I, good actresses. I just finished Dubai Bling and it was so dumb, but it was so entertaining. Like, stop, yeah, it is stop looking for cinematic like masterpieces when you watch well, reality yeah, TV. Yeah, I want to be It's hard, though. Selling Sunset really set the bar high. I mean, they really yeah. did a great job with their production and casting with that. Minus now there's no Christine. Yeah. It's not, gonna be the, it's not going to be as interesting. We don't like well, her. Well, we'll see, won't we? we? Like Wait, can we talk about Selling OC on the next episode? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yes. So we're wrapping up and we have like a little bit of drinks after this. Yes. Getting a little sloshy. little sloshy. I'm going to have an old fashioned. I need it. I'm going to have a water. Okay. I have not decided. Is and this I, dry January? It's something. Okay. I don't know what it is. I'm not putting a label on it. I told my therapist it was dry January, but we're going to talk about it later. <laughs> um, we are so excited to be back for the new year, guys. Thank you. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank you, Salchek. Thank you, Switching Board. And I think we're going to have Carlos Garcia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We sent a video to him to come on board and for a text a great. So that's practically a contract. He texted me on Christmas, too. He did. He, no, he texted me on New Year's. Oh, no. He texted me on New Year's. Yeah. Feliz Ano Nuevo. No, he spoke English to me. Because oh. <laughs> he knows your Puerto Rican ass doesn't speak any Spanish. Right, he exactly. texted it in Spanish to me. Me too. Okay. All right. We're going to go now, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>